Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. What things do, and that is what it is. That's why I love you. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, dear Holy Ghost, tonight I celebrate you because your unction is here and strong. All right? And put up this fan. It's blowing into my mic. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. We are better. Thank you for unction tonight. Thank you for ease. Thank you for understanding. Oh, thank you, Jesus, because you are shaping our character. We are getting better and better. We are getting better and better. We are being molded into your perfect way for our lives as people, you know, and as, and as a church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your unction tonight. Thank you for free flow of your word. Thank you for prophetic gifts. Thank you for, you know, utterance. Thank you for eloquence. Thank you for tongues and interpretation. Because even though we're talking about loyalty and stuff, thank you because, you know, you can always drop words of knowledge and wisdom for us that meet our needs at every time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So when I prayed that prayer, this song came to mind. Many times God speaks to me through songs. Alright? The old song, Length Grain of Iwo Mashiberu Duro Doluwa Iwo Mashifuya Ah, good. You know it. I'm surprised. You don't. Okay. You're trying to, you're trying to sing along. Okay? Iwo Mashifuya Alright, it says, you, don't be afraid. Okay, do not fear. Alright, wait for God. It will be well with you. Alright, don't be afraid. It will be well with you. Wait for God, okay? Wait for God. Wait for God. Wait for God, okay? There's joy in waiting for God. Alright? There's peace in waiting for God. There are things that God gives you. And there are things you did not give that you got yourself. Now, when God gives you something, it comes with peace. When you get it yourself, outside of God, anything you I see, collect. Alright? So it's always better to wait for God. Be patient. Alright? Life requires patience. Many times we talk about faith, but we don't talk about patience. So we should, should be followers of those who through faith and patience obtain the promises. Alright, so without patience, your faith is incomplete. Alright? Many times we rush, we rush, you know, you say, that's when we are bringing wife to come and meet, does not noga, okay? Does not stretch to see the wife. We are bringing the wife to you, sir. Can you just hold on, let the wife come? Stop stretching your neck, make it giraffe to see the babe. Alright? So be patient. Life requires patience. Some things have to grow down before they grow up. Don't pluck um, your fruits 
your seed because you are in a hurry for manifestation. All right? Every seed requires a time process. It's not the day you sow that you likely reap. Amen? Even if God gives you, you know, testing from your, from your fruit, the real thing is still coming. So be patient. All right? Build with patience. Build your career, your, your vision, your talents with patience. And don't allow fear. Many times, you know, fear leads to many issues. You know, Peter told, Peter told wives, I don't know how we got here, okay? He said, wives, submit to your husband, like, um, like um, Sarah was to, to her husband and called her Lord, and do not give in to fear. You will wonder, what does fear have to do with submission? Many women, are, are, they are afraid to submit. Fear of, it will dominate me, it will bully me, it will, it will steal my career, I will not be fulfilled. And so Peter says, do not give in to fear. Just is to obey God and let God do his thing. Wisdom for marriage is this. Husband, love your wives. Wives, submit to your husband. If you can't do those two, if you can't do any of those two, okay, that home cannot be a happy Christian home. Okay? These things are important. We have many young believers today struggling. You are not married yet. You are struggling with submission. You've not even married and it's already, it's already, it's already giving you a dick. Amen. For some say they don't have man yet. But they are, soft, they, are, they are angry submission. You don't even have someone to submit to yet. Can you wait? You're already afraid of submission. Because what, what happens to your mother? I'm echoing. It's too loud. Something is off. Okay? Something happened to your mother or your auntie or your sister. Really? Are you them? Is their husband your husband? Are you mind the same, are you mind the same person? Why are you projecting issues on, on someone else in your own life? So I think someone is delivering from, from fear for marriage today. Today has delivered in Jesus' name. All right? Don't allow fear. Don't allow fear. You know, when I was dating my babe, my mom told me something. I was in 211. 211. My mom said, you know, that, yeah, they, of course, I agree with her, okay? I was dating very early. I don't, I don't recommend it. In fact, I discourage it. Let me tell them that this thing, nah, 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 please, I told them, please, please, it's, it's risky. It's not, it's, not, it's not generally wise. Okay, but she said, look at your elder brother. He did the same thing, and the girl left him during NYC. You know, look at that one. Can you know, I told her, mom, look at those ones too that worked. You understand? What's the idea? Why are you focusing on things that don't work? There are many examples. Why do you pick the bad one? Why do people have a negative bias and you're a child of God, a child of faith? Why do you fear the worst every time? How are you a faith child or a, a faith God, okay, living by the worst examples? Glory to Jesus. Why not just trust God in your life? Trust God. Fear brings torments. See, fear is torment. And fear also imports torment. Some people are aware they are still because of the fear. Their fear has brought the torment upon their lives. Don't forget, our lives will paint to us our most dominant thoughts. Your life is like a printer that prints out to you your most dominant thoughts. So if you have thoughts of fear and you live in it, your life will produce that fear. Your thoughts are for you a self-fulfilling prophecy. Do you get that? Your thoughts are what? Self-fulfilling prophecies. 
why Paul said in Philippians 4 that whatever is good, whatever is honorable, whatever is trust, is, no, is, no, is pleasant, think on these things. And then the God of peace shall be. Do you get my point there? So let's go of these fears. You can't be living in fear of marriage and have a happy home. It's not possible. I didn't plan marriage, but one is yes, okay? Amen. Fear of men. Shut up, all that kind of stuff. If you live in those things, you'll be in trouble. And in our media these days, these suggestions are heavy. Heavy. You know, when a world where negative, negative, negative examples trend, negative news flies unchecked. So there's a, there's a new article that came out last week. NASCO, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. And I'm seeing the spread of it. I'm not quite believing it. Before a person can defend himself, everybody has believed. As a child of God, you don't live like that. You don't just consume, consume news. In fact, forget child of God. As a wise human being, you should know. It might be right or wrong, but you must hear the other side before you make a conclusion. Every newspaper has an agenda and it by it. So does every writer. You understand? Every writer has an agenda, has a bias. In fact, many times they have a sponsor. And the one sponsoring dictates news that come out. Do you understand? No, before, before they release the articles or release, do their, their shows on TV, they have meetings. They decide, they decide what, 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 they want, what they want to achieve. And they call, they call people to achieve what they want to achieve. So if, if you live by just consuming those things and saying, yes, 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 you are living by someone's programming. All right? So be careful what you consume. How does it affect church and loyalty? Now, we are in days where someone can wake up, to, wake up today and say, this pastor did so and so and so and so. Before he can defend himself, everybody has believed. He did it. I said it. See, in church, so it's argument. I, I, I knew it. I knew that this guy is, you know, you cannot live by consuming, consuming, consuming. Very important. Glory to Jesus. All right. Okay, so loyalty. John 13, 12 to 17. So we are going on a series of conversations on character. Okay, character. Especially around leadership and um, followership, okay, leadership. Um, everyone is a leader, okay? Um, even followers are leaders because you're leading yourself, all right? So even as we follow, we are also leading, all right? Number one, you are leading yourself. Number two, just if, even without being, without being, you know, cautiously leading, people are watching you and taking after you. You know that if you come to church in the, in the morning and you yawn, person near you will likely yawn, you just led him into yawning. So you're a leader. When you come out and you're excited, people around you also catch your excitement. So you are a leader. Consciously or consciously, you are leading people around you. And if you have young, young people around you at home, even much more. So last week, early this week on Monday, my son, was, was it Sunday night? He went to the dining table and did something. So when I saw the dining table, I don't know why, I put my leg on the table. Don't do it at home, okay? My wife has forgiven me, okay? So, my son to now went with his tiny body <laughs> and put his leg and I'm like, this is familiar. This boy is copying me. I did not know he was taking notes. When he joined the table and sat down and put his leg the same way exactly like, 
little man is watching you. So we are all leading. We are all leading. All right? So we are talking about leadership, followership, okay? Character to help us be better church members, better, um, better colleagues, at, colleagues at work, better staff, you know, better bosses. These things are very vital. You know how we teach? We teach, you know, faith, healing the sick, raising the dead. But there are things that make those things productive. That is, add to your faith, excellence, virtue, okay? Those things make the practice of our faith effective. John 13, 12 to 17, NKJV. John 13, 12 to 17. He had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again. He said to them, do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, and you say well, for so I am. Right? Look at that. Please pause. You call me teacher and Lord. Since you say well, that's important too. For so I am. Let's go on. All right, let's go on. 14. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. 15. For I've given you an example that I should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, Someone is not greater than his master, nor he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. All right? So number one, it, it tells that leadership is service. It is service. It is, you know, it is humble service. But it says here, so I am your Lord and teacher. Now, there, there has to be a balance to this thing, okay? Because when we say that should be service, people begin to assume that we can match his head, can match his head, not obey him, not, not submit to him, his leadership is service. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's a part of leadership, being a teacher and a master. But even, even in doing that, it should be with the art of service, serving people for their own you know, growth and advancement. But he's Lord and he's teacher. Alright, so also for pastors, for, for unit leaders and all that, we serve servantly, you know, not servantly as we come out of our head, but we serve you for your benefit, to grow you, to help you get better, you know, for your own kingdom, you know, um, advancement and for the mission to flourish, okay? But in all that, there's still, you know, hierarchy, there's respect, there's submission. Matthew, Matthew 20, 25-28, Matthew 20, 25-28. Matthew 20, 25 to 28. Are we there? Matthew 20, 25 to 28. Glory to Jesus. Once we go, let's go together. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life ransom for many. Now, the same principle is at, is at work here. That leadership is, is service. And when he says the one that, the one that, is your, that wants to be head should be, your, should be your slave or servant, he's not saying so you can match his age. Because he says, he used this as an example, that the Son of Man has come to serve and to be saved. Now, in all that, Christ was saved. Do you understand? He was saved. Sent upon errands. And they went to do it. They did not, they did not, they did not, do you get my point here? He was a strong leader, you know, that gave direction, gave instructions. But the attitude of it is that I'm not doing it to lord over you, okay, but to serve your destiny. Do you understand? So, yes, it is still leadership, authority, and submission, but it's now a change of, um, of goal. So, it's no longer about just helping me as a pastor's blue 
right? But know that in serving you, I succeed. That in your rise, in your success, in your growth and spiritual aspect, you know, and physical consequences, okay? That in your growth, I succeed. Glory to Jesus. So leadership is service, right? Not lordship. Okay? But yet, a power is a shepherd and leads the sheep by example and by instruction using the rod and the staff. Okay? What's the rod for? Canaan. What's the staff for? Direction. So there must be, the shepherd has to have the rod and the staff. Okay? Instruction. Rebuke. All right? Admonition. You know, encouragement and all that, but there's also the part of sharp, sharp rebuke. All right? So also do your, so also do the, do the, you know, what we call under shepherds, you know, um, the unit heads, associate person and all that. You know, we all get to, we all get to correct, okay, to encourage, and also to rebuke. There's a part of, you know, caning somebody with words. This thing you are doing is not okay. You have to stop it. Okay? So it's not, it's not, you know, every time I just come and, you know, um, implore you with sweet sounding words, please now absent. Sometimes it's like, guy, shape up quick. Do you get my point here? So a part of sharp rebuke. Okay? Bible says, is it his child that we love, that we correct, that we rebuke? Many times people think, people think as though, you know, um, our, our question to them is about us. Sincerely, I'm happy if you succeed. I'm very happy if you succeed. But if you choose not to follow God, it doesn't affect me much. Just that. I'm not your father. I'm your father in the Lord. Thank God for Do you get my point here? It's God that gave you to me as spiritual children. Okay? But if you don't want, I thank God I have a child at home. Do you understand? So it's not about it's your, your, your success. It's good for me, right? Also, also, you know, doesn't, doesn't, if you don't want to, you don't succeed in God, it doesn't affect me much. You understand? So it's about you. It's about you that you become the vision. You know, I'll be at home and I'll be thinking about other people's children. You get? Even in my supposedly free time. Not thinking about my most physical child and my wife. I have other people in my head. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, it is about your destiny here. That you succeed, that you live well, that you are happy. Other people's children bring me tears. You know, as a pastor's life, as Pastor Ayo said on Sunday, that, you know, on Saturday, that, you know, 8 a.m., someone brings you good news. Before I finish landing that good news, soon as I say, ah, soon as I don't stop too stupid, you know. So your, your mood goes every day like a sine wave. Shh, 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 take off your experience now, you can better handle it. Okay? Glory to Jesus. So it's about us and our success, okay? Second Timothy 4, 1 to 2. Second Timothy 4, 1 to 2. Sometimes when, when I ask to meet people start so that I don't see their I don't I don't see their their madness. Because you also come in the morning and people's people's madness affect your own mood. Oh gosh, you're doing this stupid thing again. Second Timothy 4, 1 to 2. Let's go together. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead that is appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering. And so you see, pastor's job includes long suffering. 
includes what? Long suffering. You know, people begin to see the glamour of this job as you begin to rise, and they think it's all glitz and glamour. Glamour. Oh, some bought me a car. Okay, Mister, I'm going to open church tomorrow. You will see what the dogs are. Amen. You know, when when he's playing ozu and there's no glamour, nobody nobody wants it. When it begins to walk, ah, so it's very easy to buy. Eh. Okay. All right. So it includes long suffering. It includes carrying people's burdens. It includes carrying people's pains. You know, I, I sometimes just miss when, not really miss, because I've taken, I've, I've taken my job, my job, okay? I miss when, as I think about myself, my wife, you know, nobody really else, you know. But these days, you know, you have everybody's skin on your, on your chest, is what it is, the pastor's job. The pastor's job. I miss just having to use my faith for me alone. And my faith is for me alone. But these days, you deal with Mr. A, Mr. B, Mr. C, you know, sometimes only one day. It's a pastor's job. All right? So it, it, include, it includes correction, you know, rebuke with long suffering and teaching. All right? So in all these things, right, our attitude to, to, to those who lead is that of service. Service. Serving for people's best interest. Hebrews 13, 17 to 18. 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 Want to go? Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. Look at that. It says, obey those. Obey your spiritual leaders. Obey those who rule over you and be what? Submissive. So the Bible says that we rule over you. Rule. Rule. What means to rule? Rule means to give instruction and people commit to it. It says, obey the rulership. Obey. Okay? So, being a spiritual leader, not, not always, it's not a democracy. It's not a let's do meeting and decide where we will go to. If we do that once in a while, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the attitude of the church. So, you know that the set man's instruction is paramount. You get, we might talk and debate and all that. Okay, it's good. Okay, so that we all share our inputs. We all can, you know, bind to the vision. But it doesn't matter what you said. What I say is what we do. Do you understand? That's where church runs. That what I say is what we will do. That the vision I share is the house's vision. It doesn't matter what you think about, what you feel about it. It does not matter. Okay? That what I say is the vision. Is the vision. That if I say, ah, our new song pattern is, it is the, yes. Church is not a democracy. It's a what? Autocracy. God gives instructions to a set man. Everybody complies. So also, God will not come and tell you what we should do. He will tell me. If he tells you, he either already told me or he will tell me. But he cannot come and say, Pastor, God said we must do this. You must do this. I will wash you slap, okay? <laughs> it does not work that way. God is a God of order. You have an idea and you tell me. And I say, okay, let's think about it a little bit. Relax. Don't be in a hurry. God is a God of order. You know what this point I'm asking about this thing? 
If I, if I allow you to lead me, God will question me. God hates weak leaders. Ask Saul. God what? Dislikes weak leadership. So, if I allow you to lead because I'm being nice to you, I won't last the ministry. God, those kind of leaders, God cost them off. People pleasers, God cost them off. People that can't scold people, God cost them off. People that cannot rebuke people, God cost them off. Okay? Leadership is strong. See, if I send it to them and give an instruction, and everybody is like this and leaves the church, God is happy with me. Then if I follow you and do it, do you understand? If I give you a word today and people say, we don't want, and they all leave, God will applaud me. Okay, strong leadership. Not that you said it, and actually, you get my point here, I don't agree, but because I want to please you, and now God is like, no, you didn't do that right. All right? Let's, go to, let's continue. Verse 17. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. It is if you agree. He said it's rule. Okay? Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. Not only when you like the instruction. If you like it, it's not submission, it's agreement. Alright? For they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that will be unprofitable for you. Look at this. So it says, we serve you as those who will give account before God. Is why your life is my business. Your life is my business. Pastor, mind your business. Yes, I'm minding you. You're my business. You signed my form. You, signed, you, took, you took the oath of, oath, of, oath of membership. You took an oath. You are my business. If you don't want the gate, come on, sign it. Right? But the moment you signed it, you became my business. And this church, this church we, are, we are doing, that we are sometimes doing casually, it's not play. I'm always telling our leaders in age, this thing is not play. Those in our books, before God, we are responsible for them. We are, we go to, I go to account for those in our books. So we tell people, if you don't want to take it, come and be going. But don't just, don't just keep piling up the books, piling up names, and be doing, ah, we have plenty of members, we have plenty of members. Okay? Those numbers mean that we are responsible for them before God. That God will ask us, persons in your books, what happened to him? So we have to stop this casual membership system. When people don't want again, you should let them, you should be asking them, what are you are doing? Do you still want this thing? They say, no. Ah, the Lord bless you and keep you. God recognizes and, 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 um, and, um, Respect oaths. Do you get? So this will just take on Sunday. God respects covenants. So should we as a church and so should members. When you say, when you made, you made your oaths, that you come to church, you will serve, you will give, you will swore before God. It's not casual. That you will tight. You swore it before God. That you attend services. You swore before God. God respects oaths. God is a covenant-keeping God. All right, so we have to take this thing seriously. Take this thing seriously. What is loyalty? Loyalty is unswerving allegiance. Unswerving allegiance. Unswerving allegiance. It is being faithful in allegiance to one's, you know, one's sovereign, one's leader, one's, you know, sovereign, you know, faithful to a cause, faithfully alleging to a cause. Okay? To, an, to a custom, to a, to, a, to an institution, to a product. 
faithful to a person, all right, it means choosing, choosing somebody above others. So, for example, you are loyal to your spouse means that I don't eat other people, though. I don't eat other women, but I prefer you, I choose you, so you are my priority. I don't eat others, though, but you are just mine. I put you above all others. So also, loyalty in ministry means that, you know, you prefer your church, your pastor, over all others. So, for example, imagine that you, you claim to be loyal to your wife, okay? But, you know, she made the meal for you, don't eat it. You branch your best friend's house as a female. It's, it's lunch there, you know, go back there and eat dinner. But you are loyal to your spouse. Doesn't work that way. It calls you, you don't pick when you are busy chatting up another friend of yours. Is that loyalty? So loyalty is preferring somebody above others. Not that no, no, you hate other people, right? You respect other people. You love them, you appreciate them, but you have your preference. The one that is yours. So it means for us as church members that when you say we are loyal to us as a ministry, right? It should show in how you treat us. You can be loyal to us and we see you sharing other people's flyers. Don't share our own flyer. But you are a member. You know, it's painful for a pastor. I have, I have feelings. I have emotions. Yes, now. I have, emo- I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm have emotions. I see you watch my another pastor. He's not skinny cock in the You share the link. Uh, you share the link. When, when you have needs, it's me you come to meet. And because I'm, because I'm, I'm also very kind, I don't, I don't remember I don't remember you come. I don't remember that you, you, you don't have good behavior. I don't remember until you go. Ah. I, no, serious, I just remember one person. And I, and I remember later on that. Ah, this person's safe. But good art, loving art. Finally, on, on Sunday, after service on Sunday, I'm always so happy, so delighted, so anointed, you know, so I just do as I like, as because I'm in the mood, I'm in the zone. All right? When I get up, wake up on Monday morning, ah, this person's safe. Ah, now wow, this pastor's archer. You know my point here? So we are women too. Some of you will share a flyer, our flyer, then share another flyer next. Why are you doing that to yourself? God is a God of order. Once I'm looking, looking everywhere, what is not missing? What is not missing? Breakthrough is not missing. Eh? Because the way the other pastor is shaking his body, you think everything is, because he's shaking, shaking, shaking. You know, you know just as the, your breakthrough is coming. You know my point here? It is not missing. What is yours will not get far from you. What is yours will not, not be kept far from you. God does not keep your breakthrough far from your pastor. You get what is a God of order? Loyalty, preferring, you know, the person you are loyal to above others. Preferring your church, preferring your pastor. You don't eat others, right? You respect other people, right? But this is your pastor. If I see you as a serious Christian, my first question is that who is your pastor? In fact, if you claim to be serious, and I cannot just tell, I can't, I can't just tell after knowing you for one month who your pastor is. Serious Christians, you know their pastor. Do you, do you, just do your head now. Just do your serious friends. Check it out right now. Check it. You know their church. You know their pastor. All right? Loyalty. Preferring someone above others. Very important, okay? Why are those do your loyalty? Your partner. Mm? Your partner. You can't be too busy chatting other people up and she cannot reach you. Amen. She can't reach you, but you are there, busy with other people. 
You talk to him for 30 minutes, talk to others for one hour, two hours. You're not loyal, you're disloyal. Amen? We have to learn these things. Some people have work husband or work wife. You talk all day. By the time you get home from work, you are tired, just go and sleep. Your husband and wife suffers your shortfall. See, because human beings only have a limited emotional capacity. That once you share with somebody else all day, you'll be tired. You just shut down. Or once you share your secret with somebody else, you feel like you're already unburdened. You don't need to share with somebody else again. So when you now unburden to another person, not your spouse or partner, you are cheating. Your Nibara is boldly in we get non-Yoruba people, you understand? Okay, only buy rainbow labor. Your thief is about to steal. Your, the beggar is about to steal. Okay? Loyalty. There are things you don't share with anybody else, but the person you are loyal to. Sharing details is emotional, is emotional bonding. It's connection. You need counseling. Go to another pastor. You are disloyal. Amen. You want to sow seed? Another pastor, you are disloyal. Some people can buy a car for a guest speaker. <laughs> He's so anointed. And if it's a warrior. All right? Preferring somebody above all others. Glory to Jesus. So, your partners, you know, your spouses, your bosses. Be loyal to your boss. It's a Christian thing to do. Loyalty means, you know, serving them well too. Be faithful. Be faithful to your bosses. Be faithful. Don't do eye service. Don't gossip about them. See, this happens a lot and we, we don't do it consciously. We did not employ you and art at the same time. I employed you. I employed you. Stop doing this about your boss. Stop it. You get, with, he did not employ two of you together. You are not twins that he called and said, two of you come out for me together. He did not. He employed you. He employed you. Stop doing meetings over your boss. Ah, we'll go and tell him so and so now. We'll do so and so now. Can you call, can you call so and so now? Rebellion. Cool. It's not a Christian thing to do. Your boss offends you. Go and tell him in his office. Don't tell the person around you. That's wicked. As Pastor said on Sunday or Saturday, infection. Infection. All right? So don't be that staff that gossip. You cannot rise that way. When you do that, grace is shut off from that person. So if you're a believer, see, as Christians, we have our own system that we have to work. If you don't, don't, don't work your, your system as a believer, your faith system, your grace system, it will not work. When you don't work in love, your faith will not work. So stop the chit chat about your bosses, about your colleagues. Don't be a rumor monger. Don't be a rumor acceptor. Do you understand? Not that I notice, notice in this work. The people that spread rumors about me to you have told me about you before. Guess what? What they told me about you is worse than what they told me about what they told you about me. If I tell you what they told me, you hate them. Happens. If I tell you what they told me, 
So why are you happy there collecting gossip? Person is not your friend, it's an enemy. People that gossip, they must gossip. Either you or me, they must gossip. Must. So when you entertain them thinking that you are being friendly, they are packaging your own somewhere else. And I cannot take because I tell you what they said. Church can scatter. Do you understand? So don't entertain gossips for your pastor, your colleagues, your friends, your boss. Don't entertain gossips. A gossip divides a house. All right? So your colleagues too. Your colleagues also deserve your loyalty. Not in covering up their mess, right? But in not gossiping. Spreading bad rumors, spreading bad tales. When you open your open, you want to say only what is good, what is profitable, what is gracious. Alright? And your friends. Some people are the worst of friends. Worst of friends. They cannot depend on you. Hey, you, I'll come and see you next. Person knows she is not going to come. Goniwa. <laughs> Person will not come. Bet it. Excuse me, come last minute. Be loyal. Be loyal. When you commit to a friend, commit. Be loyal. Be a loyal friend is important. Don't be that friend that, you know, when I was secondary school, we saw things in friendship. I saw things in body house. I think since then, I didn't take friendship seriously anymore. I, th- I think I have PTSD from, from secondary school. Because still now, I don't have very... Look at me. You see my behavior. I don't have many attached friends. Maybe I have senior ones. Because those ones on the left where I have, I've seen things in this life. So if I have, so when people are coming close to me, I just be like, ah, enjoy, enjoy, don't, don't rush me. <laughs> I'm serious, like, please, like, please, you are rushing me too much. What my, what my friend now? Just be doing it slowly. That, ah, I'm coming to see you. Ah, you have spotted. it. You have triggered, you know. So because of experiences from friends, people that I, I care so much for, but not show back in return. All those compete, competing with you that you don't compete with. Eh? I remember one time in school, I got a good grade. My friend was angry. Was he pained him because he got a lower grade. We both got A. I think I got something. Got something. We both got A. Why is your? Why is my A paining your A? People that you actually generally care about. All right. Don't don't be that friend that your friend succeeds. You are pained. You are pained. How could this? Could she? How could she get that job? Women especially. How could she get that man? She has married, sir. She that she's never faithful to the earth. Like, can come. She's married. She doesn't know how to pray, sir. See her air. Is that literally? At least that makes her air. Yum, 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 yum. Don't be that friend. See. You, you will struggle to attract what you envy. What you, what you talk bad against. You will struggle to attract. If you fight grace, you cannot, get, you cannot walk in that grace. So the more you nag about Thomas's blessings, the more you chase it far from you. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. You know, this is even a ministry. I see other people succeeding right now. I tell myself, it's the work of God. I cannot envy God's grace in your life. It is stupid. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fighting God. Do you understand? Because this work is God's work. So you have a new church and your place is filled up with a thousand members. Or more, it's God that did it though. It's not you. Do you get my point here? It's, it's God. So if I'm envying you, I'm beefing you, I'm beefing God. That's madness. It's stupid. 
But guess what? It's plenty. So don't envy people's grace. Don't envy their blessings. Celebrate it. All right? Also, of course, your spiritual leaders are due your loyalty. They are worthy of your honor. Your honor. All right? Remember that in life, people don't get promoted by skill alone. In fact, let me tell you the truth. Sincere truth. Every smart leader doesn't promote on skill. It's not that promoting on skill alone. He will soon learn what the dogs are. He will soon see it. He will soon see something. No smart leader promotes on skill alone. No, nobody. So you have a fine. That's what they become number one worship leader. <laughs> that worship, that worship team head doesn't know. He doesn't know his job. He will soon see something. He will soon see. You will see something. Ha! So you can sing. Every day I give you mic to leading worship. You will soon see something. You will see. Okay? No wise leader promotes on skill alone. Not even your bosses at work. Nobody's bones on skill alone. Nobody. Because the more skillful you are, the more prone to pride you are. The more, the more you can be toxic to the team. Glory to Jesus. All right? So if you want to rise in life, your character must outweigh your skill. Character must outweigh your skill. See, every smart lad knows that thing. Let me tell you the truth. If I find a faithful person, a loyal person, I can train him to be skillful. Let me, let me make it more interesting. The way companies run now, companies run processes so that a dummy can run the process. A dummy can run the process. Just the process is press A. When something happens, press B. When clinical, clinical, clinical happens, press C. Most, most things are documented and detailed so that a dumb person can run most things. That is how strong companies run. Ask around. Okay? Strong companies run on, 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 on process, not on people's on people skill. Processes so that a dummy that has basic sense will do it. So, so they, they, they don't add the most skillful. Oh, they are. Anthony Dalero, they will not burn the house. So in life, you find that your character, your friendliness, your being able to work in a team is, you know, outweighs your personal skillfulness. Yoruba will say, <laughs> One person will become, we have come, oh, except you are the demon, the guy in Gadera, if it is Legion. Okay? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. So, if you rise, you must learn loyalty. Learn how to work in a team. Grow your character. When we give contracts in business, it's not to the smartest person. It's your guy. Why? Trust. Character. So important. Friendliness. Alright? Now, loyalty is not blind followership. Okay? Number one, it's by divine association that God gives you your teachers. God gives you your pastor. And when God gives you your pastor, common sense says to be loyal there. Stay there. Feed there. Serve there. You found home, right? Sit down. Stop, stop looking about. Nothing is missing. Sit down. Glory to Jesus. Because, especially if you have a ministry calling on your life, it's even more important. God placed, placed you here to grow and find your, find your own place in the ministry. Once I see you that your mind is everywhere, I cannot promote you. You will burn my house. Not you now. You get my point here? Once I see that your mind is everywhere, today you are pastor, see, 
Tomorrow, Pastor A, tomorrow, Pastor D, I cannot promote you. You will burn the house down. It's common sense. Leadership. See, when you talk, we know who you follow. Amen? When you talk, we know who you follow. When you're a Christ person, you know it's a Christ person. You will just know. You will know, right? You will know because you can, you can tell where that, where, that, where that voice is coming from. If I cannot tell where, 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 where you are, if I cannot tell that you are from here, I'll be, I can't promote you too far. I cannot under God. It's not wise. Because I have a vision from God to fulfill. Do you understand? So if you are not following that vision, I have to, I have to worry about you. Some people at some points, you know, thank God now we are better. I will say A, you will say B on your status. Country my teaching. And your leader in my church. Are they following you? Thank God we are better. Eh? Times before when I'm teaching in church, people will be, people will be talking, they are seeing them talking and debating what I'm saying. And like, you know that from their eyes, what they are doing, they are telling us, I don't agree, I don't agree. Fear God, though. Fear God. Something that dangerous. They are what? Dangerous. Dangerous. We don't have to even be on. What do you know yet? What do we know yet? We have to be humble. We are some, sometimes we are too young for the pride we have. We are too young for the pride. What have you seen? Kilotiri. What, what have you even read? Where have you been to? You know how it is when, when, I, when I was younger, when I was 17, 18, too. This shoulder pad of knowledge. Guess what? Knowledge I've known it before. I only read it. I heard it. Untested knowledge. Shoulder pad. Calm down. Life will test that thing, you know. Life will test it. We'll not see that way you know it. Glory to Jesus. All right? So it is not blind followership. It is following an example as a person follows Christ. It is following me as I follow Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Okay? NKJV says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. MMPC says, pattern yourself after my example as I imitate Christ. Okay? So the idea is to follow somebody as a person follows Christ. Now, does, does it mean that I will be Christ-likely perfect every time? Not, 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 not true. Not true. All right, not true. Because, you know, I'll be human. Humans will be human. But you will always see in me a desire to follow Christ. All right? So you follow me as I follow Christ. All right? We're not loyal because life is perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's no perfect leader, no perfect church. None. None. In fact, I, I said also on Saturday, when we came in like this, church became imperfect because you brought your imperfection. Once you just enter the gate like this, you become imperfect because you brought your own imperfection. All right, so we, we are loyal not because people are perfect, but because, you know, number one, God teaches us to be loyal. Number two, you know, people follow Christ and so follow as they follow, as they follow Christ. One Ephesians 4, 7 to 11, we see that, you know, um, God gave gifts to men, not to angels, to men. He gave gifts to men. So, the gift of God to men are men. In, in men in our weakness. 
So the gift of God to men. Amen. Apostles, prophets, human beings. So as long as God's gift remains in men, there will be, be weaknesses. Glory to Jesus. So it also means that even you, even you, you are usable. Because the gift of God is men. So even you, your weaknesses, you are usable by God. So we will always find, even in the best of leaders, there are humanity. Weaknesses here, weaknesses there. So God uses men to reach men. He gave gifts to men. The gift of God to men is men. Glory to Jesus. See, even Christ was perfect. You see, Adam among his team, the loyal people. Judas was stealing money. Judas sold him for 30 shekels of silver. Judas sold him. It was perfect, though. Judas sold him. Peter denied him three times in one morning. Okay? The others ran away. So don't say it's because I, I have my issues. It's why I disloyal. No, Christ, Christ was, not, was, was not weak. Okay? Your, your disloyalty is because of your own personal character flaw, not mine. Do you understand? Your disloyalty is what? Your personal character flaw, not mine. So when, when you see a piece of wood in my eyes, there's a log in your own. Glory to Jesus. Are we together this evening? If you are as good as you think, if you are as good as you think, right? You are the perfect child of God, you are the perfect child of God. When it's my, my weaknesses, what should you do? You will pray for me. You will fast for me. You will help me stand strong. Do you understand? Otherwise, you are just as weak also. You have your own issues. If you want to just gossip and complain, you are, you, are, you, are also, you are a bad person too. If you are as good as you think you are, oh, when it's my issues, what should you do? Fasting and praying. It must not fall. It must stand strong. No, 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 you must get better at this job. But before you do this, nag, 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 you will know. Oh, feedback bad. Glory to Jesus. Are we learning? Is it good? Yes, okay, it's not fit today. I mean, it's, um, it's layout. <laughs> Hallelujah, but it's important, okay? Glory to Jesus. So, loyalty will be revealed. So, also, will be revealed. At some point, it will cast. Okay? Whatever is eating, we brought to light. People will know either intuit- intuitively or from gist that someone is disloyal. It will cast, Sha. All right? You cannot hide it for so long. Oof. You know, let me just, like, can I wrap it up there? Time has gone. Oh, wow, already. So, this thing about gossips is that if you entertain gossips, it will corrupt your affection. To corrupt your loyalty, to corrupt your sense of honor. If in the name of friendship you entertain people that don't like me, that talk about against your leaders, very soon you find yourself also disliking me, or your boss, or your friends. As we said on Saturday, like an infection. Infection spread when you don't do social distancing. The people that you tell, don't come to my house again. Don't chat me up again. Leave me alone. Don't chat me up again about this. Some people are never okay until they tell everybody what, what they don't like. They're never okay until they do cho, 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 cho. They must tell everybody about it. There are people that devil is using. Devil uses people, even Christians. So, avoid that friend. That only says something bad about other people. What pastor did? I don't like it. What he thought today? I don't agree. Really? Are you stupid? 
we don't agree. Hey, better change church quickly. That's, that's your posture. I don't agree. I don't like, I don't like. You're just being there wasting your time. You know why? Grace flows in the direction of, direction of honor. Where there's no honor, grace is stuck. Where there's no honor there. Or go and pray because that kind of person, so anywhere he goes, will not be happy. Anywhere he goes to, will not be happy. So she goes to tell Pastor, I have this issue, please pray for me. And she go and pray, she go and pray, she go and be fasting. God deliver me from pride. Alright? So deliberately guard your heart from, from offense by staying far from the disloyal. Don't, don't be happy because they came to tell you, you are flattered. The person came to gist you, you feel like you are special. Ah, first of all, I don't like any cognition. You, you, you are a good leader, you know. Finally, for sub team, team leaders and unit heads. Someone comes to tell you, I don't like what Pastor is doing, but you, you are cool. Our unit is the best. Can you call, can you pass? Can you call, can you call, can you call, can you call? They will cover you. You are in trouble already. Amen? Our unit is the best. But Pastor, is too harsh, it's too wicked. But our unit like this, we are loving, we are kind. Be careful as a leader, be careful. Rebellion is coming. Rebellion is coming, rebellion is coming. Because very soon, you turn your head. I'm like, it's even true, self. Let me open my, open my own church. I will now see what the dog saw. Okay? So be careful with these things. Don't entertain the gossip. Glory to Jesus. Let me wrap it up here. Why is loyalty important? Most churches don't die from, 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 from external attacks or invasion. Churches don't die from outside. They die from inside. In fact, most countries don't die from outside. They die from inside. You know, Gaddafi was brought down not by foreign power. They used civil war in his country to bring him down. Not a civil war, you will be alive today and Libya will be fine. But they used a civil war to uproot him. So if the wall does not open mouth, lizard will not enter inside. There's Yoruba for it. So churches don't struggle by, by external attack or invasion. Churches die by the slayer members inside the church, civil war, rebellion. Now, there are churches, churches in, in Nigeria right now that have seen the most wicked of, of, of attacks from outside. Amen. People have said all sorts of things about them, talked about them, talked heavily, talked to Christ Embassy. People have been talking for 10 years, for 20 years about Christ Embassy. They are strong. Why? Loyal core. It's only the core leaders. It's like it's like it's like it's like the cult. That's where it should be. Who say church is like cult? Eh? If you are in Acts two, and you and you got born again and sold your house and gave to church, oh, they say you have joined cult. Amen. Every day I go to ask house to house in prayer meeting. Can you go? Can you go? All your property gives to church. They will say you are in cult. That's what it's meant to be. All right, Christ and is strong because strong core, strong leadership, loyal men. In fact, even do their hair to look at their pastor's hair. That's, that's how much that. Do you get my point? They, they talk like him, dress like him, act like him. Strong men. So people talk. It is, it is, it is, it is, the church is standing strong. Winners. People don't like Bishop. <laughs> but that church is strong. And if you do any, we'll sack you. Nobody can cry, they cry. They don't play with the slayer people there. Sack. Be going. Cry your cry. If I cry, cry on NTA. Shop is very it's fine. Yeah. What about other churches? Koza. People talk. Pastor, 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 P
Okay, were you there? No. Shh. I don't know. I was not there. We have, to, we, have to, we have to change our attitude to these things. You're not a judge. Change your attitude to these things. Change. Is it true? We don't know. But look at this. They are strong, loyal men. That church is too strong. Loyal men. They are too strong. Because why? They did not die from inside. And that person like that also. They are strong. Okay? So what, what will grow us is us. What can kill us is also us. Especially those that are closest to the pastor. The higher you rise, the more powerful you are to cause chaos. I will promote with patience. <laughs> Everybody is laughing. It's the truth. With patience. I've seen by experience that when we don't do this, it ends in tears. So, patience. Paul says, don't lay hands hastily. Not saying don't impact, saying don't ordain hastily. He says, let the kings be first be tested. Okay? If they prove worthy, then ordain them. Alright? So, it's important that we are loyal because the strength of our ministry is the strength of our core men. And our numbers right now, we, our numbers now, we are core men. You are TGCs today and the future. You have to be loyal. Be loyal. Don't think by my new covenant, I can do as I want. People, people don't, they don't read the Bible very well. People wrongly divide the word of, they wrongly divide the word of truth, wrongly divide the old and new. They divide some things that are in the new and say it's in the old. When Aaron and Moses and Miriam came against Moses for marrying somebody else, that, they were right. They were right. They married longer. They were right. And they said, no, they said, we, we hear God also now. What's wrong with Moses? We also hear God. Now, just compare that with, with our new covenant, okay? We also hear God. We are prophets like him. We hear God. We hear God also. We're also anointed. Who is that? doesn't think he is? What happened to them? Let prophets sharp, sharp. God told them, see, I know I talk to you, okay? But Moses, I talk to him face to face. This vision is Moses' own. It's not your own. You followed Moses. Do you understand? You followed Moses. I did not call you. I called Moses. You followed him. Not about Absalom. He hung with his hair. And he died. Now let's, let's see the new covenant. First Corinthians, is it 11? Part of that part of, um, of the... Let's go there. First Corinthians 11. 11. We're almost done. <laughs> ah, okay, there's time. I have like five minutes. Okay. First Corinthians 11. Verse 27 to 32. Verse 27 to 32. Verse 27 to 32. First Corinthians 11, 27 to 32. You know, what happened, to, what happened to, um, to Moses from Aaron and Miriam? Also happened again in Numbers 16. Numbers 12 was Aaron, Aaron and Miriam to Moses. Numbers 16 was the Levi, Korah, and his people against Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. Those people were the Levites. Also, talented people, wahala. Talented, we are the talented people now. We are the ones that can sing. You know? It's the same thing. The people that think they have gifts, they have call, they have anointing, they have to deliberately be, deliberately be loyal and not allow pride. First Corinthians 11, 27, 32. Let's go together. 27. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the blood, of the body and the blood of the Lord. 28. But let the man examine himself 
And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For who he who eats and drinks in a worthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Please pause. Not discerning the Lord's body. So this is what happened here, okay? Some people come for, come for communion, you know, someone will come and eat every day, they will fight over food. So the rich will come oppress the poor, or the big will come oppress the weak, okay? They will eat everything while the poor goes home or the weak goes home without. So the issue was not the communion, but how they treated other members of the body of Christ, of their local church. So he said they did not discern the Lord's body. They did not discern the, the membership, but they did not walk in love with their brethren. That's what happens next. All right, that's what happens next. Verse 30. Want to go? For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep, many die. Because some people don't have love for the body of Christ, or because they form in the local churches, principalities, and powers. For this reason, many are weak, many are sick, and many die. Let's go on. For if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So when we correct ourselves, we would not be judged. So can I even share stories of when God told him, go and tell so-and-so pastor, so-and-so person, this thing you are doing, stop it. If you don't stop it, you will die on so-and-so day. Some people not hear what, and they will die on that so-and-so day. You have to be careful with these things. Some, another story like that, this man was terribly sick. He could not get healed. Until he confessed. They was planning, planning coup in church. Dickin, Dickin, board member, planning coup in church. Had to, had to pursue the pastor, you know. Church, church, everywhere. The pastor is not kidding, kidding, kidding. Because he wanted, wanted to have his way. Terribly sick until he confessed. As he confessed, he got it right there. For this reason. So don't think that he can do it anyhow because he's a new covenant. God, God has not changed. All right, First Corinthians 5 also. Paul said, hand over this person to the, to, hand over this person what? to the devil. As in, hey, you die. Because there's a level of covering that comes from working right with God. Working in love. Honoring your local church. And that covering can lift. This is not to scare anybody. But our journey is far. As we begin to look more and more glamorous, people begin to have new ideas. Amen. Who is this? Who is pastor? Isn't he a fast talker? I can preach better than he can preach. I can, I can, I can preach better. He used to lay hands. Mr. I can lay hands. Hey, my lay hello. <laughs> All right? So we have to begin to prepare ourselves. Okay? As leaders especially, and upcoming leaders, guard your heart. When those bad thoughts come, shut it down. Tell yourself, oh, this thought is bad. I reject, I reject in Jesus' name. You have to reject some thoughts. Reject some dreams. No, some days ago, I went and saw my old crush. Let's say the Jesus' name. <laughs> she was serving me so, she was serving me so well. Serving me so, serving me so, you know, me, me and my wife now, we have anything because, you know, we've we known each other for a while, you know, love for many years. We have, I've known her for like, like 20 years now or more. So there is, you know, like, yeah, about 19 years or so. Do you get my point here? So, so we have some level of anything. It's what it is, okay? There is obviously syphilis. Naked and not ashamed. All right? So there's some syphilis that is normally marriage. Amen? So I jumped and saw this, my ex, and she was serving me so well. You know, she was even, you know, almost like, almost like washing my leg and all that kind of stuff. Ah, not for being Jesus' name. You have to reject some thoughts. Reject some thoughts. Reject some thoughts. You know what happened to you next? Ah, maybe you should have been, ow. What if? 
devil. Loyalty means reject those thoughts. Reject, reject those thoughts. Hmm? Absalom, if I were king, if I were king, if I made king, I will do, I will do, I will do. The devil is coming after that person's heart. Can we rise this evening? Father, I commit to loyalty. Now this prayer point eh, is not only a prayer point. It's also, you have to be loyal in that moment. When those thoughts come, I choose loyalty. I choose loyalty. When, when, they, when they bring you gossip, I choose loyalty. Um, when you gossip, go away. Away. I choose loyalty. I'm a loyal man. I'm a loyal man. I'm a loyal man. I serve with diligence and loyalty. As I serve, you know, God himself lifts me. God is a promoter. He says, if you are faithful in another man's work, God, God, God will likely give you your own also. Okay? So if you are faithful, your own will come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, this work is going far. This ministry is for the rising of many. Many of you will rise through this ministry. You will rise. But be patient. All right? Let your heart be straight. We are going far. We are going places. Let your heart be right. Let your heart be right. Not everybody will own church. Amen. Amen. Not everybody what? Some people are called to be intrapreneurs. Meaning that you, 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 you grow your own, your, your own calling in another person's calling. Prima Bioye is respected everywhere. Respected honor. As in is honored everywhere. Heavily anointed. We have served a set man all these years. So God will lift you. Okay? Patience. Loyalty. Don't run ahead of God. As your kids begin to show, be careful, be patient. It doesn't mean you go open church. <laughs> be patient. Be patient. Be patient. The work is not, it's not as glamorous. No, no, I'm not saying this now because people are going to give me gifts now. Some, 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 some can give, I, I can give ideas that, ah, pastor is beginning to look like he's blowing. This work is sweet, though. <laughs> someone saw seen his life last week. Ah, maybe if I open my church, someone, ah, you know, I will be okay. You will see what the dog saw. <laughs> All right? So, serve with patience. Let God lift you. Let God lift you. It is God that lifts men. Schemers don't rise. If they rise, someone's come, come, someone come, they are missed and scheme them away also. Because what you sow, you will reap it. So, Father, we are wise people, Amen. we are diligent. We are loyal. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.